Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Lana Blakely podcast. This week has been quite stressful for me. I don't know if I'm just not great at time management or if I'm just taking too much on. How do you figure that out? I don't know. Because we all get the same 24 hours a day and there are many people around the world who have a lot more on their plate than I do and yet they manage to do it all. So I don't know, I guess I just need to really find a way to get better at managing my time. I don't know if I should start scheduling my days hour per hour. It just seems kind of miserable, but maybe that is the way of going about it. I don't know. I just, I don't really know how to plan out my days at this point because I feel like I have a lot going on and I don't want to stop enjoying the things that I'm doing. I want to continue enjoying them, but I can't really do that when I'm feeling stressed all the time and feeling like time is not enough. Okay, so that was my little rant before we get started with today's topic, which I think I want to talk about... Wait, have I talked about this? I don't think so. It doesn't seem like it. Okay, it doesn't seem like it. So let's just go ahead and talk about it. What I want to talk about today is labels. Okay, so what am I talking about? Well, so we all want to feel like we belong somewhere and we all want to feel understood and we want to feel like there is something comforting about having a label to categorize us somehow. Like I remember when I was introduced to the word introvert and introversion and I was like, wait, there are other people like me? And I was reading all of the you know, signs that you're an introvert and doing a bunch of tests and whatnot and talking to people and reading more and reading more. And I was like, oh, I've been going through life not knowing that what I'm feeling actually has a name. It's actually a thing and it's been studied and I'm not alone. And that was very comforting. It was very, I felt very relieved because I felt like I belonged somewhere. I felt like there wasn't something wrong with me. And I felt like, I felt understood in a way that I hadn't really felt before. Not just by other people, but also understood by myself. A lot of, you know, the puzzle pieces fell in place. And I made sense. And there are many things that, you know, when you start reading about yourself... If you're feeling a certain way, you want to see if other people are feeling it too, you might come across certain labels or even maybe a diagnosis and think, oh, maybe I have that thing. So I was Googling recently, doing some semi-research because I felt like, or I was trying to understand why sometimes I can be sensitive to um, outside stimuli like a lot of noise, if there are too many colors, too many patterns, especially the noise thing, I think, or if there's just too much happening, 
I can sometimes feel like I just need to go and hide away somewhere. And that is also something that may be typical to introverts, but I came across this term called sens sensory, sensory processing sensitivity. So let's read what that is before I proceed with telling you what I want to tell you. Okay, so sensory processing sensitivity is a trait that explains why up to 30% of people experience strong reactions to stimuli, strong smells, bright lights, other people's moods, and even caffeine. Sensory processing sensitivity or environmental sensitivity is a biologically based trait characterized by increased awareness and sensitivity to the environment. A highly sensitive person, whether child or adult, processes sensory stimuli and information more strongly and deeply than do others. Individuals with sensitive processing sensitivity express these characteristics. Deeper cognitive processing, more attention to subtleties, greater emotional reactivity, pausing before acting, and greater awareness of environmental and social stimuli, including the moods and emotions of others. So I read that and I was like, hmm, that does not sound too foreign to me. I feel like I can relate to a few of these points and I was reading some more about it and I felt, I felt some sort of a relief the way that I felt when I read about introversion. I felt like, oh, there is a term for this. I'm normal. It's fine. Other people are this way too. It's been well documented. It's been studied. We exist. You're okay. And then you kind of go down the rabbit hole sometimes where you want to learn more and you want to read about other people's experiences and you want to see if you can relate to what they're feeling and what they're going through and maybe you want to read about some advice. Let's say you are someone who is or has sensory processing sensitivity. You may get interested in reading about what you can do to... What you can do so that it does not become an issue in your day-to-day -day life, how you can manage it, some tips and advice so that you can live your best life and not have anything stand in your way that you don't understand. But then I paused myself because I've been very conflicted when it comes to labels overall in the past, I don't know, couple years where as much as it's comforting, you know, having a list of label, labels explaining you being like, I'm an introvert, I'm an empath, I have sensory processing sensitivity, yada, yada, yada. I'm, I don't know, whatever. I belong to this community. I am this person. I belong to that community. And all of a sudden you have these, or a list of diagnosis, of maybe disorders, maybe just, you know, personality characteristics or whatever it might be that you identify with. And how much of that is helpful? How much of that can actually be quite destructive? Because what I noticed when I got very, very deep into, you know, reading about introversion and reading about, um, MBTI and being an INFJ and what that means, it kind of became a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way where, where I felt like I belong to this category 
and therefore I must act in a way that is in accordance to this category on every single note, or else I cannot say that I belong to this category. So let's say introversion. And I felt like maybe I was restricting myself. Because let's say that I was going to a restaurant with a lot of people and I was having a great time, there was a lot of noise, a lot of action, and I was thoroughly enjoying it, I could find myself thinking, wait, if I'm enjoying this, am I really an introvert? And I could start overthinking it because I was so attached to this label that I'd put on myself. Or if I was like, "Mm, I'm not actually enjoying my alone time right now. I kind of want to hang out with people every day. That's just the chapter I'm in in life right now. I would question myself and be like, wait, so if I want to hang out with people every day, am I really an introvert? Am I something else? What is going on here? And I think this can be the danger of labeling ourselves too much where we start questioning ourselves and where we feel like we need to act a certain way to continue to fit into this label, if that makes sense. And so lately, well, for a long time, as much as I want to become educated on certain things where I feel like, oh, maybe I belong to that group or community or whatever it might be, I also feel strongly that maybe I should not do that and maybe I should just go about my life. And now look, I completely understand or we all understand the need to belong and we all want to understand ourselves. We all want to understand the people around us. So I think that sometimes labels are necessary Sometimes they're very necessary, but that's not always the case. I think sometimes we seek out labels because it's comforting and maybe because, in some cases, because we kind of want to have an excuse to behave in a certain way that we feel conforms to this label. So, for instance, if you are, let's say, introverted, you may feel like, it's okay to ignore your friends or go a week without responding to their texts because they should understand that you're introverted and you need to have your alone time. And so we may use our labels, whatever your label may be. Take a moment to think to yourself before we continue. Take a moment to reflect on what labels you are putting on yourself. This could be, I am a ex-woman, or I am a ex-man, or ex-man, haha, funny. Um, Whatever label, I'm sure you can come up with something, because I feel like, especially today, the labels are everywhere, and we all want to belong to as many categories as possible. But think to yourself for a brief moment, what labels do you put on yourself? And ask yourself honestly if you are using any of these labels as a way to get away, as a way to justify some of your actions, as a way to make excuses, perhaps for shitty behavior, perhaps for unethical behavior. Perhaps you're using one of these labels to victimize yourself, to adopt 
the victim narrative. Are you doing that? And that's what I've been asking myself. Have I been doing that? Am I doing that? Because I don't want to be doing that. Like for instance, being introverted is not an excuse for not having social skills. I said it, it's not. That's only going to hurt yourself. And there is really no point in using our labels as a shield when at the end of the day, we're not benefiting, we're not, wait, what? We're not benefiting from it at all. We're only hurting ourselves. And that's the price we pay. And what do we get from that, really? What do we get from using our label as a shield to get away with behavior XYZ? Maybe we're getting pity. Maybe we are able to manipulate others into feeling sorry for us or cutting a slack. Maybe we're using it in some other way for personal gain. And perhaps we should ask ourselves how ethical that is. Because let me give you an example. Let's say you have a friend who you kind of never reach out to, although you care about them, but you never really reach out to them. When they reach out to you, you take forever to respond. You don't really ever make any plans to hang out. And they know you're introverted. And they have, they cut you slack. Like every time you say to them, oh, I'm sorry, I did not get back to you in two weeks. Or every time you cancel on them. Or every time you say you're the one who's going to make the plans because they always do, but you never do. They forgive you. Is that okay? Like just because someone tells you they understand or, you know, they're being forgiving, that does not mean that we should abuse their empathy or their kindness or their understanding towards us. And I think it's easy to get to that point. And I'm talking from my own experience because I realized that I would go for very long without reaching out to friends, even though they would reach out to me. And I would think, well, they know the kind of person I am. They know that I just need my time and space and blah, 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 blah. And then I thought, wait, that's actually not a valid reason to be a flaky friend or someone who is not reaching out or making any effort. That's just me being a bad friend at this point. And just because they're forgiving does not mean that I should take it for granted and continue being in my little comfort bubble when really it's kind of costing me my friendships. I think finding this balance between seeking out a community to better understand yourself and to feel like you belong and not using whatever label you're attaching to yourself as an excuse for whatever is applicable in your case, it's not very easy. And not just use it as an excuse. As I mentioned earlier too, as a way to box ourselves in and be like, well, I am this way because I have XYZ. Or I'm behaving this way because I have this. The way I'm acting like that is because blah, blah, blah. 
fill in the blank. I think we can all think of something or some point where we have used these kinds of excuses. So one thing that I'm trying to do less of is to read too much into the things that I am feeling or the way that I am being in order to avoid attaching even more labels to myself and potentially maybe using that as A, a weapon, and B, as a way to make my world smaller to where I start acting in a way that is in accordance to these labels because otherwise I feel like I am like an imposter. Another thing that I've been thinking about in regards to this is that we do also go through chapters in our lives. You know, for me personally, there are times where I feel like I'm very much in my shell, where I'm totally fine going weeks without really seeing anyone and feel completely content, where I do feel drained rather quickly whenever I do hang out with someone. Now I'm continuing on the introvert example, by the way. Again, you can think of any label that you have put on yourself in your life. This is just an example from my life. What I'm trying to get at is that we do go through chapters in life and phases and we're not always the same. Like I said, sometimes I'm in my shell. I want to stay there. I'm perfectly content. I'm happy. Other times I want to be out there. I want to be seeing people. I want to meet new people. That does not mean that one day I'm an introvert. The other day I'm an extrovert. The other day I'm an ambivert. It just means that we're human beings and I think that we are just too complex to be relying too much on these labels and to be restricting ourselves to them. I believe we should just go through our days taking it day by day instead of thinking about how we should be acting because we belong to a certain community or a group. We should wake up and think, or not even think, but if we want to think, we should just think, what do I feel like today? Who who am I today? Do I kind of want to stay in all day because I genuinely feel like it? Or do I actually kind of miss socializing? What do I want to do? And to keep any label out of it, to not let that dictate how your days are going to go, how your life is going to go, to just do whatever you feel like in that moment. I remember when I, I think it was last summer, it's happened several times, but this was like the first time I posted a story on my Instagram, my Instagram story, I posted something where I was with friends and we were having dinner and I got a DM from someone saying, I thought you didn't have any friends. Are you really an introvert? And that is a type of thing that I'm talking about where it's like, what? I think that is the danger of it. Because some people genuinely go so far and so deep into their boxes 
that they completely square themselves in. I don't know if that's actually a saying, but I kind of like the metaphor of it, where they square themselves in and it's like, I am this, so I need to be A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and nothing outside of it. And so does everyone else have to be as well. And that's another point. You know, we should not be comparing ourselves too much to how someone else is. No two experiences are the same. We can all fall under the same umbrella. Let's say we're all introverted. Many of us are. We have a lot of introverts on the channel. But we're not going to be the same. Someone wants to be alone more. Someone is quite outgoing. Someone has amazing social skills. Someone is very withdrawn and not very social at all. So we can be under the same umbrella, but that is exactly what it is. It's just an umbrella. We're all still different people under it. That was a bit of a rant. Again, I've been thinking about this a lot recently. I wanted to share some thoughts. want to hear your thoughts, obviously, as always. I really enjoy it when you all send me messages on Instagram or on Twitter where you talk about the podcast, where you share a thought, something you enjoyed, something you just want to tell me. It's great. And please keep rating and reviewing this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment. Give it five stars if you feel like it. And if you think there's someone who would enjoy this podcast, feel free to share with them. Thank you for listening. I will talk to you again next week. All right. Bye.